Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to Achtung Rural, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Accept no substitute. Welcome, 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 dear listeners. Big welcome to the Achtung Mill weekly show, reviewing what little news there is of Mill for the week. Um, we're joining me today from a rural deal somewhere in, is it Suffolk you're in? Harry, is it Norfolk? Whereabouts are you located at the moment, mate? I am in Suffolk. I am in the Ipswich Town Territory, and I can confirm that they still think it was a good decision to sack me at Carthy. <laughs> so apologies for Harry's mud, muddier than normal sound. He is, he is in, a, in a very um, bucolic situation out there in the deep in the countryside of Suffolk, and it looks beautiful, to be honest. Um, now, not an awful lot of new news this week, really, Harry, to, to review, other than the, um, the incendiary um, news last night on, <laughs> on Twitter of uh, the, 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 the club's um, planned um, limited capacity ticketing arrangements for the new season, which is actually due to begin not that long away, is it? I mean, it's, it's, it we're due to kick off the new season on September the 12th, and... At the moment, at least, government regulations will allow fans to provisionally return from October the 1st. And we've we all, we all got our fingers crossed that that remains so and that, you know, the, there's no second spike and all the rest of the things that are affecting the country at the moment. But the, the club and the Millwall Supporters Club um, announced last night um, their plans to allow a limited capacity den. Um, perhaps probably the best way to do it, Harry, is if I just run over the, the main bones of it and then we can debate the rights and wrongs of, 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 the, of the main elements of it from there. So just to be clear for, for listeners, the, the den will be operating under a reduced capacity for the, um, and it's certainly for the initial part of the season. I don't know, um, probably the best thing to say, all of this is reviewable because this is a, an unfolding situation, um, COVID virus-wise. So the initial limited capacity of the day in Harry will be 5,994, which will include 600 executive and director seats. So in, in net terms, that's about 5,400 seats that will be available. So that's, you know, you're talking about the, the proverbial midweek game, you know, League Cup game versus Wickham in terms of capacity there, aren't you? In Absolutely. terms of... You know, so we, we don't have a full stadium um, to play with. 
we have a one probably about a third capacity. Now the club will be opening up the the away end. There'd be no away fans, um, so the away end will be available for use. The remainder of the five thousand four hundred seats. Let's just run through the elements here. There are there've already been two thousand six hundred season tickets already sold. And just for full disclosure, Harry, that includes me. And I believe it includes you and your your your, your family as uh, up yeah, front, no, early, got, early birders. I've got three of those, so there's four between me and you. Now, the thing that struck me in the um, the deluge of, of Twittery last night is these these things always are looked at through the prism of what affects you. So I thought it would be worth us declaring our interest up front because I bought my um, early bird ticket when it was announced, which I think was at the end of February, very early March, before the you know the lockdown really unfolded. Um, take advantage of the cheaper prices and in the expectation that we're going to have a normal looking season to, to, to come in 2020, 2021. Um, so there have been 2,600 of us who have bought under the early bird scheme. So that's 5,400 minus 2,600, which gives just under, under 2,000 seats, 1,900 seats um, to, to play with for the club. Um, and then we get into um, probably a pretty thankless task for Millwall, I think, Harry, in fairness. I mean, how do you divvy up, um, you know, Two, the 2,000 seats that remain, or 1,900 seats that remain, when last season's average uh, crowd, home crowd, was 13,000. There's, there's going to be some casualties, aren't there? I, I think it's actually quite a difficult task to do and make sure everyone's as happy as they possibly can be. Well, the point is you're not going to please everyone, are you? That, that's the problem for the club. Um, it's what is the best option amongst all of the options that are on the table. I mean, it's very easy for me to sit here and say, oh, it doesn't matter. But I understand people's frustration. Um, now, I don't, maybe it's the statement, maybe I haven't read it clear enough, but I don't quite understand how they're going to divvy those 1900 seats up fairly. Now, the season ticket idea, now I believe, and this is the, what I believe and I believe that it should be treated as if it's a big occasion now it should be treated as if it's an FA Cup final as if it's a, a semi-final away at Old Trafford that your loyalty tickets allow you the option to purchase a ticket now whether or not you do that on a thousand of the tickets that are there and the people with the most loyalty points get the option first for their season tickets now if they only had now, the problem with that, which I'm going to understand, is that we have problems with bubbles. I'm going to say from a COVID point of view, I don't yeah, know yeah. how manageable that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but I believe that that should have been the route that the club looked to take. Now, I don't know if that's how you feel, but there's a thousand tickets there or even, 18, even 1,800 of the best and 100 tickets just going to raffle to other season ticket holders. That from last season who haven't renewed because I don't think realistically the club can offer that to anyone else because maybe there was nine was there nine thousand season ticket holders last season something like that something like that know. I mean let's run through the numbers of this because you're right I think there was eight or nine thousand I don't know the number of season ticket holders from last year so keep keep making the same point listeners that there is going to be a lot more demand than there is availability and that that sets the basic problem here so i think everyone Very I, any, that. 
<laughs> well, I think I think anyone that's sensible understands that, and I think we all get that we're in an extraordinary situation at the moment. So there we are. We're dealing with a one-third capacity. There have been 2,600 season tickets already sold from a possible um, 5,400 capacity. So take away 2,600 from 5,400 gives uh, 1,900-ish left. Now, Millwall have said... And I don't know where this number comes from. So, you know, there's probably the first point where you can talk about it, that um, Mill will make 900 more season tickets available for sale on a first-come, first-served basis. So those, those 2,600 will have 900 knocked off of season tickets uh, that will be sold first-come, first-served. Now, I, I agree with you, Harry. I don't know why the club has gone for first come first served on those 900 ticket season ticket holders sales i can only imagine and i'm interested to hear what you think that the club has not had any income since lockdown which is when was that that was about the end of feb wasn't it last time we had a home game and then there's been no money coming in since now i i, I think there's a good case for loyalty putting people in the in the in organizing the queue so those with the longest and most um you know loyalty points being at the front of the queue but equally that's not necessarily that people are in a financial position to 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 buy season tickets right here right now now i imagine and i think it's probably wrong in my opinion but i imagine that the club is wanting first come first serve because they want the money coming in as fast as it possibly can be Whereas somebody with, I don't know how many years of loyalty may not necessarily be able to buy right here, right now. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? It's a, it's a question I of cash flow. Yes, I understand that. But I, I, I believe in, in 6,000 people that possibly, let's round it up, say 6,000 people mm. that bought a season ticket, I'm going to guess that they will get more than 900 people with the cash there. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Which is why the loyalty point, it still comes to it. There should be this loyalty points, but you've got to pay for it now. And if they'd done that, they'd still have been slagged off. But at least they could go, look, we're in the trap. They could be honest with everyone. Okay, we've got no money. We need the money. I know that, you know, we're respecting your loyalty, but you have to respect us that we're a business. Now, I understand that that annoys people, and I understand that people are in different financial situations, and people have lost their jobs, and I understand that. But football is a luxury at the end of the day. It is a luxury. and you know, the, the club has to exist. The club has to do something. Now, that's not me trying to be heartless. I think they should go to everyone who's got more loyalty points than even me, other than me buying one. You know, they can't take my ticket away because I've already bought it. They're, they're in that position. But there's 2,600 that they can't do nothing about, realistically, in Millwall. And the rest, they should have been loyal, loyal to the people that were loyal to them. Uh, with the understanding there's no financial options and you've got to pay you know and as well there's it's very simple to do that over the phone you get uh over the phone or you over the internet with these days but you get a period of when you can do that so you get between now and the start of the season uh, between now and october you get two weeks that you're on you get contacted and you from the day that you get contacted sent an email or sent a letter recorded delivery or whatever the way the club want to do it you've got two weeks to pay for your season tickets that you're allowed or something like that it's got to yeah. be a manageable way around it not canker court you've got to pay it by today but like a two-week window where you can maybe manage stuff around because remember we're not going back until october 
the first at the earliest. At least, yeah. at least. And, yeah. I'm, you know, literally as um, as I was reading all of this, you know, the, the online deluge last night, the drop down the thing, the news saying that there's now restrictions on flights coming in from places like Belgium, um, Barbados, I think, uh, Bermuda, some, mm-hmm. you know, some, some fairly popular Both locations. Yeah, so you know, this is not um, this this is an unfolding story, and I think that you know everyone's working to the assumption that from October the first, we will be able to get back into stadia, um, the den in our case, but there's nothing guaranteed about that, and I think the the the, um, the newsletter that the MSC put out last night made that almost as its first point. So I think it's a, it's a flu. <laughs> it got lost. I mean, just to run through the numbers. So I think we've got 2,600 sold, 900 more season tickets will be made available. And that will be from those who held season tickets last year. And they, at the moment, and I, I think this may change. I think it's got to change at the moment. That's going to be first come, first served. But I think that ought to change to something like some variation, like you've said, Harry, of some loyalty. It's got to be taken into account because it's going to be so destructive if it isn't. But anyway, moving on from that, there's 900 season tickets, and then that's going to leave us 1,900 seats to be sold. Again, first come, first served, and that, I think, may be reviewable. But to um, those season tickets have, have missed out on the 900, game by game. So basically, 1,900 tickets will be sold game by game to almost certainly the, the season ticket holders will have a priority shot at those 1,900 yeah, as that game goes along and then you miss out one, yeah, don't you? A, if you if you get a ticket, yeah. you miss out on the next game after that, so to speak. From a COVID point of view, I don't know how they justify that. Um, I hadn't thought of it from the COVID point of view. I, I don't know. Um, how can you continuously put different people into seats from a COVID point of view? So if you're making an argument, because I'm, I'm really against that, because I hadn't really read that far down until we're discussing that now. I think that, uh, an unnecessary risk. That's so, profiteering. You're so not the, allowed to do that, really. From well, to a put moral into, point of view, put it into 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 clear terms. So, if you're a season ticket holder now, you didn't buy your ticket early bird like you and me did, Harry. But you don't get you're not in one of the, the lucky nine hundred. Then you can probably expect that you're in with a shot of a match day ticket. Um, you know, every other game possibly or something of that kind as it goes forward because you're going to be in the priority list for match day sales whilst these restrictions in, endure. And that's going to be done first come, first served. Um, I, I, I do think the whole idea of first come, first served and the wording of it, I think it's been unfortunate because I think it does make it sound like all of your, you know, I don't know how many years you've done, Harry, and but other people have done many, many different, everyone's got a different story on terms of loyalty, but everyone's got loyalty. And it makes it sound a little bit like that's not being taken into account. And I think that's been an unfortunate, um, possibly unthought of um, consequence of the way this has come out. There's also a COVID thing with the bubble. No, they said you're only going to be able to sit with two people. Two people, well, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't sit with two people. I sit with three, and we all live in the same house. So under the COVID guidelines on the NHS... You're a bubble. That, yeah. oh, bu- we're a yeah, bubble. Absolutely. It yeah. doesn't matter that there's anyone else. Yes? You no, no, no. I mean? no. So this, this, is, this is what kills me. Also, obviously, with my experience, obviously, everyone's got their experience of COVID, but in terms of turning up with... You know, they're going to make people turn up two hours early. Are people going to want to turn up two hours early? Are they going to make you wear masks? These are all variables that are not part of the usual football experience. But there is one thing that should say is that the club should back the people that have backed them. And I don't believe in these scenarios they're giving it that they are trying to do that. Um, 
and I understand it's difficult. I understand it's difficult, but I feel like, and many Millwall fans will. I mean, you know, to answer my question, but to me, I've been going since I was seven. I sat in the same seat as I was seven. Is it going to be the same Millwall if I go and sit in a different seat? No, it's not. It's going to be a completely different experience. Am I happy to be going to football? Yes, I am. And there's a load of uh, parallels you can draw with, you know, marches that have gone on during this time. Yeah, and people going into early, work and, and whatnot, and you know. Stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. you're suddenly not allowed to go to football. And I understand that. And I share everyone's frustration with that. And I personally, you know, I didn't think it would be reduced to the capacity it is. Let's put it that way. I didn't think we were going to be um, 5,000. Six thousand, just show six five yeah. nine nine four. Then, six, six. then take six hundred out of it. Let's not get started on. I know we've got you know Aaron and Ryan who go to press games and press junkets, but let's be honest. I kind of think that takes the mix to be honest, because they were allowed to go to football when we weren't in the in the past. You know, all boys and all girls. Where does that come from? Do we not have them still? There's a lot of unanswered questions about what we do and what we don't have, which rightly or wrongly need to be answered, and also. Will all of the 9,000 who want the tickets want to turn up to Millwall two hours early on a Tuesday night against Rotherham? You know, well, I can, I can answer that question personally. I bet you can too. And the answer to that question would be no. I, I won't turn up two hours beforehand um, to sit in a stadium <laughs> waiting for a game of football. I mean, I, you know, the, the, the mask thing is, is both... Um, it's a good question. It's a, I mean, that's, that's a per, there's, there's a personal aspect to all of this because you, you've got to put your... Your, yourself and your family and those that you um, are going to go home to, some of whom will be vulnerable. And, and you know, everyone's got their own personal responsibility in this. And then you, the club's got a responsibility to conduct itself in accordance with the guidelines laid down by um, the football authorities and, and local authorities too, I guess. And I'm sure that none of this is going to be easy. But, I mean, no, the idea of going to Millwall to, to have someone point a, a temperature gun at your forehead... Uh, for me to potentially arrive two hours before um, a midweek fixture. What's that going to be? Five, I'm going to be sitting there at 5.45 for a 7.45 kickoff, potentially. I, I'm not going to do it, Harry. I, I, you know, I, and I'm not saying that to be, um, uh, to, to be petulant. It's, it's just not going, to, it's don't, it's not going to work. I don't think it would work for many. So, you know, There's I, I practicalities, isn't there? Everyone works and, you know, you're going to finish at five and go straight to the den to sit there for two hours. You know, it's not exactly like the Den Catering staff are known for their um, fantastic meal options. You know, can have a murder burger or or a pie that sat there since February. You know, so you know it's not going to be very good. I mean, I will probably do it Saturday. I'll definitely be there. Cause a Saturday's a different do. thing. I mean, I mean, a Saturday's a different ball game, and maybe, maybe, I mean, an hour, an hour's wait before the game, perhaps, or something like that. That's it. And probably it, live with that, it. Yeah. Is that gonna, is that going to be a lottery? About when you know when when you get in or whatever. Don't know, don't know, don't know. These don't are know. all practicalities. Got, you know, um, not being funny or anything. There is there is stuff the club could do to make the people that haven't got tickets. You know, um, for my opinion, they should just close the car park because they're going to have to have more space for queuing to get into the turnstiles and make that easy. Well, they're talking they about having the turnstiles the outside, aren't they? They, you know, they can't exactly. not. So you have to open the gates and then you'll walk in through big wide open gates, but you'd have done your ticket business, I guess, yeah. out, out on Sampa Road or the car park end, something of that kind. Yeah. So, and that makes sense. I think the bubbles of two would have to be looked at because like you say, I mean, I saw a tweet last night from someone saying 
he goes with his with his two boys. Well, there's, they're, I mean, they're young. They're, they're not, um, you know, not 18, 19, where maybe you could sit a couple of seats away and it ain't going to be a big deal. But if, if you've got two... It doesn't make any sense for the pub pool. There's no reason to do that. I don't care what, they, what Millwall's, Millwall's advice is wrong. Millwall's advice makes no sense on this particular subject. You know, this is against medical advice. This is good. Again, literally, the statement is contrary to every bit of government advice that we've been given, um, which is yeah. in this country. Um, it's a very strange and uh, it's horrible because the MSC in this are on a hiding to nothing. I will say that right now. There are certain people on Twitter that love nothing more um, and other middle platforms that love nothing more than to black the MSC when it's ever possible. Um, and for all their failings, which there are failings, because there's failings in all of us, and it would be pointless to say there isn't. No, there's failings in me, there's failings in you, Nick, there's yeah, failings yeah, in everyone. Yeah, yeah. But they are on a hiding to nothing with this, because they can't, you know, there's people saying, oh, they want to send out, uh, should they have sent letters, should they send this? It's all cost money. Everything costs money. Stamps cost money. Papers cost money. Paying somebody to type the letter up costs money. The club are skin. I don't think I can make this any clearer. It's very clear the club are skin, right? I know we just signed Troy Parrott on loan and Ryan Woods on loan, but they haven't had any money since Friday, like since February. You know, we're not a club that gets masses and masses of TV money. You know, you buy in your overpriced pint of beer and Moretti that they can't pour down in the kiosks and it takes 45 minutes to get served, that keeps the club clearly afloat and they have missed that. Am I going to go back and would I accept it? I probably think I would. I would sit there and eat a murder burger and have a pint. I mean, I don't normally... I don't normally drink at home games, I'll be totally honest, but I probably would do it. I'll have to if I'm sitting there for two hours because I don't think I can put up with Mr. Bye for now and the pre-game entertainment <laughs> for two hours sober. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to Actual Normal. Oh, this is exactly what's right for them, but it's a wider question of, you know, I haven't seen any other clubs' proposals. 
there's no way that Man United are going to be able to do this. Listen, Arsenal can't do it. Chelsea can't do it. Everyone's going to be in the same situation. No one's got, you know, no one's got a capacity that can be cut and cover their season ticket. It's no, no. I mean, the whole purpose of this is to get people back into the stadium. Hopefully, I'm going to guess spending some money at outlets and, and maybe start to get the club back in, you know, with some income stream, which, as, as you've rightly said, isn't, you know, this, this isn't just Millwall, is it? I mean, this is going for every smaller club. I mean, maybe the biggest, the top table clubs can handle the financial impact of what we're seeing everywhere. But I, I think being realistic, there's going to be a lot of casualties. Football league clubs are casualties over the forthcoming season because the the financial impact of this of this virus and yeah. these restrictions will be will be um devastating on, on on many many clubs i mean you're seeing a constant stream i don't know if you follow any non-league sides on on twitter yeah, Harry, but you, you see clubs after club uh, lower eight seven tier seven eight and, and whatever levels folding just saying it's not worth it they can't they can't function and i think this will go a long way up the up the ladder so um I mean, it's it's really tough because going to Millwall was meant to be laugh, laugh, uh, enjoyable. It's meant to be um, an entertainment of sorts. You know, it's it, I know there's many other layers built into that idea, but it's fundamentally meant to be something that you enjoy doing. Whereas this, the restrictions that we're looking at here make you feel like you're checking into Wandsworth Prison. You know, it's it it it, it takes away the fundamental um, yeah. reason to go which is meant to be fun of some sort you know have whatever you, you define that yeah i mean have you been to i mean i'll ask you have you been out in public much with me personally um yeah only in open space you know i'm local walking around park and we've got some docks near where i live um and then the occasional jaunt into tesco's and sainsbury's where i'm masked up trying to get out as fast as i've got in there because i don't want to be walking around with a mask over my face and just you know, it's, it's uh, for brief kind of shopping trips when run out of milk or um, bread and butter, what that kind of thing. So uh, I haven't been personally, and I'm you know disclose my um, situation. I'm 59 years old, so which bizarrely in in my life now puts me in the vulnerable category, which is a most un, unreal um, zone to find yourself in business when when this comes your way. You, you go through your whole life as a as a bloke thinking you're slightly invulnerable and lo and behold you find yourself in the, in the vulnerable category out of nowhere so the pandemic, you have to be yeah. yeah but i mean honestly i mean you have to be careful i mean you know just before we came on the on the um recording today listeners i said to harry by whatsapp you know did some uh, dumbbell exercise in the background because i don't want to go to my local leisure center anymore because it's it feels like you're putting yourself on in an un- unreasonable risk. I'm sure many, many listeners, you know, of all ages, in my opinion, will be thinking along these lines. You're weighing up risk versus reward, aren't you? You know, maybe for someone of a, you know, 20s and 30s, going to the pub and getting out and mixing and mingling is a more important thing than it is for somebody at my age. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the reality of it. I mean, I, we've, yeah. all, we've all been there, haven't we? But it's, it, what, I, what really worries me with football and mill directly is that the impact of this is not going to go away fast i mean i think these restrictions are going to be in place for a good slice of the season if not the whole season harry but certainly a good chunk of it and it's the long-term impact people you this will this will cost us fans in my opinion Mm, i don't know i think there won't be enough football clubs if you survive i think you'll get more fans because there'll be more that will just come to you Maybe, um, maybe, maybe. Do you understand what I mean? I think you, you know, if Charlton go 
down the road. I mean, it's not a great time to be in administration, is it? You know, how many people are going to wonder when this is all over? Oh, what do we used to do on a Saturday? Oh, we used to go Charlton. Maybe you should try Millwall or Gillingham. Or, you know, it, it, it might work like that. Week. It wouldn't work like that for I, me. I, it won't. It won't. No, it wouldn't. But you're you're entrenched. You're a proper yeah. supporter. The, I'm talking the casual. You know, the football tourism, the, the football fan English. rather than the Millwall fan. Yeah, Millwall no, I, I, fan I exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've I've been out. I can't lie. I, I worked all the way through it, which probably made me less scared. Mm. Less, less worried about or. Not aware, but I just understand that if I, look, if I do what I'm supposed to do, then I've been all right so far, and everyone that I know has been all right so far, So, um, or that I've come into direct contact with. So hopefully I should be fine. Now, um, from the point of view of a mask, I wore one every day at work. I was told to, I had to, that was that. Wash my hands all the time, and sanitizers a lot. Is that going to really annoy me going near a wall? Not really, because I have to do it everywhere else. Now, the pub aspect, I do go to pubs. The pubs, and I have been to pubs. I've been to different pubs, different chains, whatever. And that varies. Their levels of, of approach, COVID, yeah. Yeah. approach varies from pub to pub, chain yeah. to chain. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, disclosure, I'm in Suffolk at the moment. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's being withheld. It's being looked after. Um, but it's not over the top, I don't think. I mean, some people pay attention, some people don't. But what you can only control what you do. What I will say is that it does get worse when people have had a drink. And yes, that is yeah. natural. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's that's your decision whether you're not... You but that's why you're there. I mean, we, we all know when we've had a few drinks, then things loosen up and rules become flexible, exactly. don't they? You know, we've exactly. all been there. Um, so, I mean, whether, I, I, or not, Millwall, I, whether or not, I know this sounds silly, without the away end being needed to be segregated, and I don't know what it's like around the back of the away end, is there not space for, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how they're going to get people in and out, is there not somewhere where they can sell beer and take money on a match day and put a big screen up and screen the game? I think in the not way they can... They, I mean, they've done that to a degree down at the Coldblow Lane end, didn't they? They've got that kind yeah. of outdoor bar down there, and that's but the way to go. But, yeah, but expand that, and the club still get money, and they still get revenue, maybe. and maybe. they're not, you know, maybe you can get buy a ticket for that for a couple of quid or whatever. Just, uh, just to Some imagination going is going to be so. needed, yeah. I mean, certainly, the, the you know, the, they're just looking at some of these other rules here while we're talking, you've got to sit in your your allocated seats. That's going to be a laugh, isn't it? People having to sit yeah. in their allocated seats. Then you, when the, how does the steward remove you from the wrong seat? Because he can't get closer than a metre away from you. You're breaking my bubble, mate. You can't, you got, you can't come and tell me. I mean, certainly for the gents, you've got, you got one way in and one way out. And again, that's, you know, that's every time I'm going for a pre-match wee, it's, it's like walking into um, a gas, gas warfare test chamber in there of cigarette smoke. So yeah, that would have that to be policed. Have we tried killing COVID off with that? Maybe. <laughs> I think the COVID would survive long in those West Upper uh, toilets. And then the ladies, which I believe, I've never been in the ladies, but apparently it's one way in only. So they've got to have a steward to control numbers going in there. So it's, it's going to be a performance. Um, I think just to just to close the piece, I, I, I think you know you've made the point, and I think I agree with that. That loyalty has to be taken into account to a higher level than what is obvious at the moment, Harry. And I, I think um, you know. It, the the 900 season ticket sales will be sold to existing season ticket holders. So okay, you got that, and then the remaining tickets will almost certainly go to a pool of 
season ticket holders, but you've got to have some... Um, the, the loyalty points system that exists now does at least give a very rough and ready um, fairness to it. And, and I, I'd like to see that brought into play more. The other thing I just want to say before we close, Aaron, I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, the MSC got absolutely slaughtered last night on on Twitter. And, and you're right, a lot of people join in, pile in on, on this kind of thing because they're easy targets. Um, and... You know, I, I don't think there's an ideal fans group anywhere. I don't know. I don't know what that even looks like, to be honest. Most people, if you say do you want to join a fans group, will run a mile. Uh, it's like local politics. You know, everyone moans about their local council wherever they live. No one wants to get involved and do it or make it be better. And the MSC is is is, is caught in that. But the club and, and this news came out through the, the Mill Supporters Club, and I think that's the wrong way for it to happen because this scheme whatever it's rights and wrongs and, and flaws and good parts and the rest by Millwall football club Millwall football club in association with the EFL and I guess um Lewisham council as as a kind of health authority responsible um that's not it's not a group of volunteer fans who've put this together and yet they're the ones that are doing the fighting online are taking some um, you know what? You you you've seen it on on last night. I mean, there's people are talking about like it's Watergate scandal. You know what did you know and when did you know it? Absolute bollocks. This is this is a group of volunteers that do their best to try and make things run as smoothly as they can possibly uh, make it. This is this this scheme is Millwall Football Clubs, and I think the club is wrong to to use the MSC in this way because it's a, it should be announced from the club, and the you know there is a there is a supporters liaison officer now. I think Shona and. This is what they should be doing. I don't know if you agree with that. No, I, I agree completely. I think it's wrong that it come out through the MSC. It should come out from the All Football Club. It's got a big Steve Kavanagh um, sticker on the bottom of it. And yeah. whether or not, I mean, I've not had any personal dealings with Mr. Kavanagh, but I believe that without being too overly critical, you're in charge, so the buck stops with you. Yeah. You should have spoken to us. You know, that's the person that should be conveying the message. You're the chief exec. You and Berylson should be doing this. You shouldn't be allowing... It's an easy job. Oh, we'll let the supporters club do it because then they can take all the shit. That, that's not right either. No, it's know, not. So, and that's, that's what happens. That's what happened last night. And I, I haven't really looked so much you know, it happens today. Without, without knowing all the facts, that's what happened with Mickey when he was found on the board, in my opinion. Every time there was anything negative to do, it was chapped to the fan on the board. That's why, you know, a lot of people would never be fan on the board. There's a lot of Millwall fans that do a lot of good yeah. around for Millwall fans, yourself included. You know, Nicky with the AMS as well, at, at, at the time of the Lewisham debacle. Yeah. You know, and would you would you ever want to be fan on the board? No, you know? I'd run a mile. No, exactly. That would be my recommendation to anyone listening that thinks oh, I could do better. Well, run a mile, then run another one after that because you, you can't win and whatever you do, whatever your your best intentions will get slaughtered and thrown back at you so no i i, I wouldn't do it for the tea in china personally but uh, anyway we'll see i mean this this is this has all come out last night i i i get a sense this was more of a um, it's not a consultation it's more just to float the ideas harry and see what the reaction is and i think they certainly got their reaction last night so we'll yeah see. like the titanic's maiden journey <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. Um, let's move along a little bit. Of, I mean, there's not been an awful lot of football news this week to review, other than the fact that um, when we did last week's show with Ryan, the, the Troy Parrot 
signing would have not yet been confirmed. That has been confirmed. I wanted to get your view on, on Troy Parrott. Are you excited by the by the look of the boy? I mean, he, he comes highly, highly recommended and highly rated. Um, bit of an unknown factor, but he does look the real deal, Harry. I don't know how you see him. Um, he's, part, he's part of the jigsaw. He's different than what we've got up front. Um, I don't want to be suckered in. I don't want to think that we've got promoted before a ball's kicked. It's very tempting when you sign... No, he's not exactly. If his name was Troy Paricchio, with um, you know, he'd probably get a lot more <laughs> from Spain. Yeah. Probably would have had, yeah, yeah, probably would have played, probably would have played a few more games for, for Spurs. But I don't know. Like, I'm excited, but you know, there's a lot more that for me. There's a lot more um, niceties that need to be added. Uh, it's nice to have to have Ryan Woods back, but again, I don't think I don't think he's enough. Um, but then I've been looking at the business the other clubs have been doing, and it's a bit, I think everyone waited till they knew who was going up as well. You know, obviously, um, who's going down as well? Because I mean, that, you know, that yeah, was that confirmed was, yeah. this week when it, Wigan's um, relegation was confirmed. It may well be that there's business yet to be done. I mean, you're right. I think Troy Parrott and and Ryan Woods are two great additions to our side, which wasn't a bad side already. We've done pretty well with what we have. Um, the Mason Bennett thing. I don't know. Um, that seems to have faded slightly. I, I, um, there, there was a, um, uh, a, a kind of a, a, a deadline clause where we could have had an option on him, which was passed. But whether that, that means the de- that deal is potentially dead or may yet come back, yeah, I don't I know. Don't, don't think they will. I don't think they want him today at Derby. I think they're very... They're very well, they, Derby want him gone, don't they? Because he's, yeah. he's, he's embarrassed himself and then... He put out that um, Instagram video, and, and that, you know, I don't think there's any love love lost there now. So um, I, I liked him. It's, it's just the fragility of the player. I just think he, he injures easily, or he has yeah, done so far. I, I, I think he's worth taking a chance. But if you're going to sign him for two hundred and fifty k or something like that, is he worth taking a chance? Are you going to get a player with better quality, even if he only lasts twenty games in a season, and that went on his own? You know, with three standout performances, is that worth 250k? Uh, only matters what the manager thinks. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's certainly got the quality. It's it's his robustness. I think that's probably the question. You're listening to Achtung Normal. So pre-season training starts next week, Harry. So you know, I, I get a sense there's still a desire by Gary Rowett to add to the squad. I mean, there, there are, you know, we've, we've mentioned in the past some of the weak areas of, of the team. I, I would think the left side of defence must be an area of interest to see what we can get there. But also interesting, just looking at news at Den earlier on, um, there's a lot of hopes on some of the, our, our own youngsters coming through, talking about Tyler Bury and, and Hayden Muller. So it's going to be a season where I think we can probably look forward to some interesting games. Um, and I think all, with all young players, and I include Parrott in this, you, you and, and uh, Rowett made this point to News It Then, that you have to be a little bit patient. You, you get good days and then you'll get a bad day, or bad decision-making, probably a better way to put it on occasion. So um, yeah. that, 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 that very rare commodity at the Den called patience is going to be needed. Always, always yeah, difficult, six, isn't it? 6,000 people that have sat there in two hours in the pissing down with Rowett and February will be really patient. <laughs> and you decide to blaze it over the after three yards uh yeah i you know we didn't have patience for fred we didn't have patience for marquez we didn't have patience for Sid. so next season's championship i'm just looking at the list of clubs um 
I mean, it's been said a few times online. I don't know how you feel, but this looks like a real opportunity if we can get goals through the likes of Parrot, if we can get some of the form that we saw at our best and get that consistently next season. Just running your eye down the list of, of, of clubs in the, in the championship, there are no... There are no standout teams, in my opinion. There is, there's a lot of contenders, but no, there's no Leeds United or there's no one, you know, in that category next season. So major, major chance, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's now or never for me, I think. Now or never. That's a good way to leave it there, I think, Harry. Really appreciate your time, mate, out there in deepest rural Suffolk meets Essex. The, uh, no, the, definitely the, just Suffolk. No, no meets Essex. Suffolk. The, 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 the Suffolk internet. Um, went into a bit of a, a rural kind of maybe a cow walked past or something like that went into a bit of a, a yeah. mangled period uh, earlier on um, enjoy your time out there Harry I really appreciate your time today mate and um, if Aaron if you're listening mate we, 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 um, we're we thinking of you wherever you are whatever you're doing come yeah, back he's, gone, he's MIA he's missing out <laughs> come back um, I don't I don't know, he's an international man of mystery now. He's, he's joined the BBC, ladies and gentlemen, and he's now the international man of mystery of the BBC. Absolutely. So come back to us, Aaron. Um, oh, one thing I'll mention just to, to close, um, if, if, for those that have not listened to it, ever listened to the Mill Lionesses podcast that Ryan yeah. and Michael are doing, they're really good. I've, I've quite enjoyed them. They're giving me an insight into the, into the uh, women's football scene that I didn't have before, and for which no. I was a bit of a sceptic. I'm going to be up front, listeners. I, I didn't really take an awful lot of interest, but I enjoyed the first show that they did, uh, the one with uh, Nick Farrell, the manager, and I've enjoyed... Um, you know the, uh, the 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 episode with Libby, the, uh, the the team captain. It gives you a bit of an insight into, um, you know, in, 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 into a whole different football scene. It's quite interesting, Harry. I found it quite illuminating. Yeah, I thought it was good. Oh, uh, when we're allowed, we'll all be going and catching a catching a game. Um, yeah, they are our officially. We officially sponsor them now, don't we? We do, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've put some money into them. And um, they've got a friendly, I don't know if spectators, we better check the website. There's a home friendly versus Aylesford, which I think is a Kent side at uh, St Paul's Rubber Hive, the old Fisher, or the, the, the Fisher Athletic Football Ground. That's this Sunday, 9th of August, 11am kickoff. If you're over the road or thinking about what you might want to do, I think you can probably have a wander in. I think it's a Freeman's to get in. So you can just wander in and see the Mill Lionesses. So Mill Lionesses versus Aylesford at St Paul's, 11am this Sunday. Um, check it out, why don't you? Huge thank you to Harry Warren for giving up your holiday time, mate. I appreciate it. And um, we'll be speaking soon. So you give us a bye for now, Harry. Go on. I don't want to do Mr. Bye for now. What, what, will Mr. Bye for now have to self-isolate? Or will he still be taking Because he's changed, is he? Now he plays uh, upbeat be, right here, be doing right the, now. Sit in your right seats rather than get off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's sitting in the right seats, the club's future is at risk if you do not sit in the right seat. It'll be a new one. I'll say Arrivederci, <laughs> Millwall. Thanks a lot, Harry. Appreciate it, mate. No worries, mate. You're listening to Acton Millwall. So a big, big thank you to Harry Warren for taking time out of his holiday earlier on uh, to speak to us on the show. Um, hopefully the sound isn't too bad. He was in a very rural situation, um, but I'll do my best to clean up the sound, hopefully make it as listenable as possible. But I, before we close the show, I just thought I'd do a little uh, double-header PS, a double-header postscript for you. Dear listeners, I've just been looking through the BBC website after our conversation and two items leap out at me, two 
uh, items of news. I'm, I'm in my back garden, if, you, if you're wondering what that um, passing aeroplane is. That's because I'm in my back garden. Um, number one, 37 minutes ago on the BBC website, the FA have announced um, rules tackling racism and discrimination in, in, in conjunction with Kick It Out, um, basically threatening stadium closure um, for any further incidents next season. So clubs are facing stadium closures under new football association measures to punish discrimination. The new rules come into effect next season and apply to all domestic competitions, meaning fans could, um, teams could be penalised for incidents such as discriminatory chanting by fans. Uh, Offences could lead to a full or partial stadium closure and fines. Players and coaches can be banned for six to 12 games for almost all acts of discrimination. I don't know what they're defining as that. I'm guessing, um, you know, <clears throat> actions, words, things posted online too, because if an offence is in writing only or via any communication device, um, the minimum ban is three matches. So um, this could be for, you know, posts on Instagram or, or, or Twitter or, or wherever that could um, come back to haunt various individuals. Um, the FA statement reads that the fact that an incident of discrimination by an individual took place in private or outside of a standard football setting will not now be a barrier to the FA issuing proceedings. So that's quite a wide um, possible offence. Whether the rights and whatever the rights and wrongs of that are, I think we probably all need to be aware that that is the way that the FA is taking things, and almost certainly someone somewhere sometime will be punished under these new increased powers and regulations. Uh, let's all hope and pray, dear listeners, that that certain someone is not Millwall Football Club. You know what I'm saying. The other item that struck me just as I finished speaking with, with Harry, which came as a pop-up and I didn't get a chance to mention it to him as I had him on the Zoom call, was the vote by League One and League Two clubs to introduce a salary cap next season, starting immediately. Limits have been set at 2.5 million and 1.5 million for the respective divisions. So that'd be the total wage bill. It's going to include wages, bonuses, taxes, and image rights. Um, plus agents and other relevant fees will be included within the cap. Um, but other bonuses such as promotion or progression in cups will be exempt. So this is basically, in, in very simple terms, um, a 2.5 million pound wage limit cap for League One. It's going to make dropping into League One, quite a, you know, a fraught experience for some clubs, especially those who have possibly overstretched themselves. Um, it's going to very much divide the top two leagues, the, the, the Premier League and the Premier League Two called Championship, from the remainder of English football in Leagues One and Two. In some ways, this is a good thing because it should, we hope, fingers crossed, touching wood or plastic as I'm sitting on the chair at the moment, bring some financial um, discipline into clubs that have maybe put themselves into, you know, into Stuck. Um, if that's the, the the outcome of it, then that's a good thing. It will certainly lead to a separation between the top two and remainder of the Football League and, and the rest of the, the non-league scene. Um, it's going to be probably lead at some point to um, a real split between the top two divisions. I mean, for some time... The Premier League has harboured um, desires over the Championship as its Premier League 2. Fortunately, at the moment, at least, we'll sit in the Championship, so therefore we will be one of the um, the chosen few at the moment. But that can change. That can change in the moment of a 
uh, a John Mark Christmas chance or something of that ilk. So we mustn't get too far on our on our high horses. But there we are. So big news. Uh, Leagues 1 and 2 vote to introduce a salary cap. The ramifications of that will unfold over the COVID-affected season that we're going to see, you know, begin from September the 12th. So there we are. Just thought I'd share those two postscripts for you. Two big ones, actually, and two PSs that will have an impact, almost certainly, on the season that begins from September the 12th. Thank you for listening, dear listeners. Arriva Derchi, Millwall. Thank you for listening to Aston Mural. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. However, Dirt Mural, till next time. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.